Hello, listeners, and welcome to another State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your hostess with the mostess, Stephen Payton. Happy Stay Local Day to you all. The date is the 4th of April, 2021. Let's get started. Kicking things off, COVID guidance in Scotland is changing from today. It's no longer stay home, but stay local. This is, of course, part of the roadmap out of lockdown. And honestly, oh man, it is really feeling like it's finally on the up. But what next? What about the recovery from the damage caused by the global pandemic? Well, according to Nicola Sturgeon, Independence is essential for a successful post-COVID recovery. The SNP leader has said that leaving the UK is in fact not a distraction from recovery, but a key part of it. And honestly, given that Westminster's key economic principle appears to be get your mates rich and worry about the rest later, it makes sense that we'd want to be making our own decisions around how we bounce back from a difficult year, particularly at a time, as Sturgeon pointed out, when Boris Johnson is muscling in on how money is spent in Scotland by the Scottish Government. Recovery under the Tories is looking an awful lot like just sweeping problems under a big union flag. Of course, this came up during the BBC Leaders debate this week, which kicked off in such a mess as to suggest that Alex Salmon's technical team were behind the cameras. But once it was up and running, and not telling us that every politician on stage was actually Anna Sarwar, things played out fairly predictably. Might be my own biases here, but Nicola Sturgeon and the Scottish Greens co-leader Lorna Slater clearly came out miles ahead of the men on the set. Douglas Ross, the Scottish Tory leader, struggled to get through a whole 24 seconds in the debate before ranting about independence. And that is not a joke. I timed it. In fact, no matter what Ross was asked, somehow it always became about independence. Talk about obsessed. And also, you know, a useful distraction from the Tories' actual policies, which may not fly so well in Scotland. Willie Rennie and Anna Sarwar were also there. Uh, Broadly, though, not a total car wreck for them. Uh, Of course, independence was discussed throughout the night. It is the hot topic constitutional question, after all. And for me, the top comment on Indy of the night came from Lorna Slater. In response to a question about a second independence referendum, Slater said... I think it's really interesting that around the room we hear people who are in favour of the union not actually arguing for the union, but instead arguing that the people of Scotland shouldn't have the right to choose, even the questions about timing and about recovering. During COVID recovery, who do we want to make the decisions? Do we want Boris Johnson, a government we didn't elect, making those decisions? Or do we want those decisions for a recovery made in Scotland by a government we've elected? Snap. The clear bottom of the pile leader throughout the debate was Douglas Ross. Despite much praise from his colleagues, who would have to say he'd done a good job even if he'd laid down on the floor and started crying halfway through, in the real world there was scant praise. Even Anna Sarwar, who put on a real kind of air of full sincerity all night, ended up telling Ross to grow up at the end of the debate, which I have to hand it to him for that. Even unionists were trashing Ross's performance on social media, saying he needed to do much better, which I kind of have some bad news for them in that regard. If you propped up a leader who hid their lack of vision behind a constant stream of anti-indie commentary, well, that is all you're ever going to get. 
Thankfully, though, actual Tory politicians were there to support the party leader. So what did they have to say? Well, <clears throat> that opening statement showed that only Douglas Ross and Scott Tories have the guts to stand up to the SNP. Pro-UK voters need to unite behind Scotland's largest opposition party at this election. That's it. That's what they all had to say. Word for word, a cut and paste statement from a number of Tory MPs, MSPs and councillors that clearly had been written and sent out well before the debate even started. Funny that Ross is so clearly uninspiring that his own party need to be told what to say about him to the rest of Scotland. Smashed it. With the first debate behind us now though, the campaign for Holyrood has clearly begun in earnest. Sturgeon used her campaign launch to note that a yes majority in the Scottish Parliament would be enough to move forward with a future vote on independence. And all polling indicates that between the SNP and Scottish Greens, a majority, if not a so-called supermajority, is on the cards. Speaking with ITV News, she said, If there is a majority of people in the Scottish Parliament who want an independence referendum and have been democratically elected there, then yes, there is a mandate for a second independence referendum. I'm not sure how many mandates we have at this point, but it's a fair few. The next referendum could be held within the first half of the next parliamentary term, so here's to looking forward to that. With the campaign kicking off, there's also another new pro-indie party on the scene in the form of Alex Salmon's Alipa party. It's not gone particularly well so far, however. A technical disaster of a launch, a serious data breach on their website, and now polling showing that the party would only pick up support from about 3% of Scots, while Salmond has been shown to be less popular than Boris Johnson across the nation. It's not exactly the return to frontline politics I think he hoped for. In fact, the Courier, who published the poll, also noted that more than half of those polled said Salmond was hindering the cause for Scottish independence, rather than helping it. Polling expert John Curtis said the results suggest it's all over for Salmond, though he may just take a seat in the northeast by himself. But that is everything for this week. So, with all that said, where does that leave the state of the union? With support falling faster than Lil Nas X on a poll to hell. See you all again next week. <laughs> <laughs>